smut cast this is a smut cast where i'm sasha i'm marie and we talk about dirty books or dirty adjacent books i feel like the book we're talking about this week or we're starting to talk about this week has the potential to be dirty no i mean it's like very much in like the classic like exactly what you would expect Uh uh-huh of a romance novel it is a bodice ripper because there is a woman that bodice looks ripped marie it's so ripped that is a ripped bodice so we are reading nighthawks woman by terry springer 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 it's it's springer it's it's so romance novel-y that the font is a little wonky and it is also gold foiled Mm -hmm. so it's a little hard to read the readability is a little Uh Like, it's not like the whole book's gold-boiled. Like, just just the cover. But it is also part of the heart-fire romance, like, which I feel like must be a competitor to Harlequin romance novels. It mm-hmm. is a historical romance, which I personally love because I am a history nerd. So, yeah, let's jump right in. So, for today's episode, we read chapters one through eight including the they have a little prologue here as well so uh, let's jump right in so the prologue is at harvard 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 <laughs> in 1819 boston, boston mass no, boston mass is our no harvard's not in boston is uh, it? no it's out it's in the massachusetts area Boy. i think harvard's in oh i don't know does it matter? No, not really. Not really. Not for the purpose of the story. So anyway, we start with there's there's a boy who is getting chased by other boys because they're calling him a girl. And so he runs to his dorm and he's hiding in his dorm and his doormate is this Latino fella named I forget yeah, his name. Yeah, I do not remember any of the names. I just remember so like you have charlie <laughs> charlie no. charlie yeah so nicholas uh, is the latino fella. your standard latino <laughs> put put a you speak better spanish put some mexican on that marisa so he's there and he's the roommate of the bully child and the bully child's like oh my god they're bullying me they think i'm a girl and nicholas is just like well just whip out your dick and show them you're not more or less in ye olde 1800s fashion just like Mm -hmm. you could easily disprove them and Mm -hmm. and he's like about that yeah unless (laughs) unless you can't (laughs) turns out she he can't because he's a she her name is actually charity and she and her cousin Fat Tony, nerd boy, Freddie, Freddie, her cousin Freddie helped her sneak into Harvard because she wanted to study with the boys and she Mm -hmm. wanted to specifically study biology. So the dean of students shows up and he's just like, all right, just show them that you don't have boobs and they'll be happy. I don't know why we're like fighting on this one. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? And she's like, fine. And so she starts unbuttoning it and Freddie's just like, let's not show everyone your boobs. She's a girl. (laughs) let's just cut to the chase she's a girl we had a good two weeks of this charity and i'm just like how did nicholas the roommate not notice at all Mm -hmm. and in the meantime he's saying to himself like oh "Oh, and i've been 
teaching this Charlie, aka Charity, mm-hmm. how to fence, and I've been all pressed up on them. That explains all my boners. <laughs> It's like, I guess I'm not sexually, like, adventurous. No, I guess she's just a woman. All right. So that's the end of that prologue. So clearly we have Charlie's going to be our main protagonist, Charlie or Charity. And she is a woman who is wants to be in the space of men like she wants she wants more for herself than mm. the 1800s just being a wife yeah and then we have nicholas who is spanish descent from spain landed gentry if you will fancy spanish guy fancy spanish guy and then we have freddie who i'm imagining is fat and bumbling <laughs> uh, <laughs> and see in my mind they're all really good looking See, I don't think Freddy is because he's just like, it's the like, ugh, Freddy, because of uh. Freddy. So that's the prologue. Chapter one, we're at the coast of New Spain, which is California. See. Si. See. Si. So they're on the coast. Cue Spanish guitar. <laughs> and so it's March 1822. So that means it is three years since she tried to go to Harvard. Because she tried in 1819, and now it's 1822. Math. Math it. And so she is there to meet her fiancé, who is Freddie. She convinced Freddie to propose to her, more or less. Basically, Freddie's down for a con. Uh-huh. I feel, yeah, it's probably, like, the kind of thing... Yeah, it's like... It's mutually beneficial, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, he's like, if we get married, you'll... Like, I imagine he was probably getting mm-hmm. pressure from his family. And, yeah. And, like, she was, too. And it's like, hey, if you marry me, I'm going to let you do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, as long as you let me do whatever the fuck I mm-hmm. want. So it was just like, we will both fuck off and do whatever we want. But on paper, we're, we're married. We're fine. And so she's going to meet him. And <laughs> she's with her chaperone, Miss Odell. And they're like rowing to shore with the boat it's the big ship is off mm-hmm. the coast yeah, and then they, they send a rowboat rowboat mm-hmm. out and freddie's nowhere in sight and <laughs> and charity or charlie we'll call her charlie because that's i think her preferred name charlie's just like the dude probably forgot it's cool i'll just have somebody take me to the carillos hacienda c-a-r-i-l-l-o-s carillos carillos hacienda it's fine i know them he was my roommate in at harvard and then the lady with her was like oh, oh the impropriety oh my goodness i think she actually like slaps her in the face yeah like we do not talk about that yeah. she's just like okay fine freddie's friend nicholas's family <laughs> and so the lady miss odell is just like yeah i'm not gonna let you do that i'm gonna be i'm the shit ass chaperone if i'm just gonna like be like okay yeah go with these strange men see you never uh-huh and then the guy who's rowing the boat is kind of like hey we gotta get the fuck out of here because like storms and shit like so it's either you leave her or we leave you like it's not there's this is a non-negotiable we have to get back to the ship and so some they convince some soldiers to escort charlie to the carrillo hacienda and miss odell is is fine with that she's fine with that turns out though there's some drunk soldiers Mm -hmm. they don't want to escort her nowhere they want to drink 
have a bonfire. Yeah, I was like, hey, we got some yeah. booze. We're on the beach. Yeah, like we'll we'll get to you when we get to you. And just she's sitting there, annoyed. She takes off her slippers, her shoes, which are slippers. I don't uh-huh. know. And she's walking in the sand, and she's like, you know what? This is fine. I'm fine. This is fine. We're all fine. And then she's like hanging out in the water, and suddenly a dark man appears on a dark sensuous horse <laughs> i'm assuming the horse was sensuous and uh and she's just like oh my god what is this and that's the end of chapter one chapter two she's there confronting the dark stranger of a man mm-hmm. who's silent and she's like senor i speak horrible spanish but what's up <laughs> how are you how are you do you know where the library is Dodea style biblioteca and the, the guy nighthawk as we will learn is what he is called is just like no response no response brick wall, brick wall handsome and silent that's the way i like some and so he's just like come on you're coming with me he kind of like whoop whoops her up and uh he whoops her up and He's just like, well, I'll take her to where she needs to go. But while he's in, like, the process of doing that, they get kind of stopped, more or less, by some Mexican soldiers who are like, it's the Nighthawk! We will capture him! And then the Mexican soldiers basically try to take him down. And it's really hard for me not to call Nighthawk Zorro because this is just fucking zorro yeah <laughs> and so whoever wrote this book was just like you know what people really like zorro <laughs> i'm gonna go with that so his name is halcone aka the nighthawk and so this like this lieutenant's trying to capture him the whole time charity's riding like on the horse with him and so charity kind of throws him off his game a little bit and tries to escape then he gets charity back she kind of like passes out i feel like at some point she falls asleep but anyway he makes a fool of the lieutenant and the spanish guards and rides off into the i was gonna say sunset but it's dark out into into the night with charity towards the horizon and she just kind of like falls asleep in his lap and but he was just kind of like feel he was feeling her up a little bit he was he was like like as he was tying her i think he ties her legs up at one point or her ankles and like oh i can't resist but Mm -hmm. Feel the musculature of her legs. Mm-hmm. This is hat. And then Charity... Then they wake up the... He wakes her up and he's like... Like gesturing because he doesn't want to talk to her. And he's like... Mm? Mm? You're here. You're here. You're not my problem anymore. And she's just like... Oh my god. I love, I love him. He was so handsome and mysterious. And then... He was just, she's like, bye. And he's like, hasta luego. And she's just like, that means you'll see me later. If I remember my Spanish Spanish studies correctly, Uh that means later. So I love this book because there's also the nerd trope in this. And I love me a good nerd trope because she has glasses. Mm -hmm. She's not like other girls, Marie. No, she Because she's sporty and she wears glasses Mm -hmm. and she wants to be a biologist. 
she's gonna get a makeover i swear to god <laughs> in the course of this and it's gonna be amazing okay so chapter three she's here and the carrios welcome her into their home into their hacienda so the senor senorita shows up the says mom whose name i don't see here and nicholas's dad is there senor Carrillo, and then their son is there as well arturo and so word got around that Nighthawk picked her up, that Halcone picked her up. And like Arturo, Nicholas's little brother, is just like, I heard he picked you up. Uh huh. And the mom's just like, shut the fuck up, Arturo. She's had a long night. <laughs> and so there's Arturo. And then there's also Donya Anna's Nicholas's mom. And there's also Nicholas has a sister as well. And there's also, also another chick there who is nicholas's betrothed girlfriend fiance there's the word fiance and i forget her name but she's like she is a trip she's just she's she's a little jealous she's maybe a little uh insecure and so they get they decide to get they get charity all settled in and then nicholas finally shows up and he's and finally charity's like nicholas it's been so long oh my god i missed you bud my old roommate Uh uh-huh and nicholas is like that's not the time for this. Mm-hmm. We must be so, we are, such is, impropriety. Uh huh. And he's like clearly like, I know there's a word for it in Spanish, but in English it's like a dandy. He's a dandy, basically. Yeah, okay. You know, he's like super proper gentleman sort of situation. Like not to make the comparison of Zorro again, mm-hmm. but how. Do- <laughs> Oh, I don't even remember his name. Don Di- Don De- Don De- Don Diego. Don no. Diego de la Vega. So Don Diego, well, how he's like a super gentleman-y. Mm-hmm. So chivalrous. like chivalrous chiv- and like Spani- Spaniard uh-huh. sort of vibe. And so we find out that, oh, Esperanza's Nicholas's fiance. And so we find out that he just isn't the nicholas she knew mm-hmm. and he also tells her he's like oh yeah freddie's like hunting and shit with some trappers he met so you're stuck with us for a while and you have to so good luck with that and she's just like what we're supposed to get married though oh, yeah so like, this like a, am i jumping the gun with the situation there because of the whole okay that that's in chapter, chapter four, four. Oh, okay. so she has like some so Nicholas has notes for Charity explaining the situation. And so they get her settled in her room. The mom calls for, to get her food. And then, like, it sounds like delicious, like, carne and, like, beans. Yeah. No, I just, but, like, I like to think it's, like, kind of vibe where it's just like, oh, yes, they brought me such exotic Farah's fajitas. <laughs> Tor. Tilda's because she does have to ask Nicholas's sister like how do I eat this this? because you gave me no fork or knives and I'm like they give you fork and knives like Mm. you don't just use a tortilla right you're not using the same tortilla like Uh uh-huh you don't use it we're we're a placer we got a place and scoop Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um anyway so she's in her room and she reads the notes from Freddie and he's like, oh, guess what? We'll get married by a proxy. It's fine. 
Nicholas will stand in for me and we'll get married by proxy. And she's just like, excuse me? <laughs> I, squeeze me? Excuse baking me? Powder? I don't, I don't think that I don't want to, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but turns out Nicholas is like, yes, this is the only way we'll get married by proxy. I've already talked to the priest. He's cool with it. Lieutenant Santana, who is the one that chased Halcone last night, is going to come and be like the officiant for it and be the representative of the law. So it's all going to be good. You'll be legally wed to Freddy, even though I'm just like standing in as his like body double. And she's just like, okay, fine. I, I guess. I mean, if this is what it takes to be free, I'm, I'm fine with it and but charity's also just like esperanza is not gonna like this is she she's like what about her and and nicholas is like you're not marrying me dumbass mm-hmm. i'm just standing in did you miss the whole yeah by proxy yeah part? by proxy bit like, yeah it's dumb but uh uh-huh. how it is yeah this is what we're gonna have to do so they go and they have the little wedding and it's all cute and he actually like kisses her because he, the priest is like, it's not a marriage without a kiss. Mm-hmm. And like you horny priest. I have heard of like, I can't, I think it was sex with the queen. Like that book is like, so it's a bit like a story of like Royal side pieces to Queens, mm-hmm. but it talked about marriage by proxy. So sometimes actually it would just be like, to quote unquote consummate the marriage, it'd be like you have the person who's the proxy, they lie in bed with everyone watching, and they touch feet. Uh-huh. And then that's done. <laughs> so this this priest was just being being a horn dog. Yeah. And so that I guess that kind of goes into chapter five is when the wedding really sorry. Yeah, chapter five is when the wedding really happens. And so Santana is performing the ceremony in the legal end and it's just like you guys need a ring. And so Nicholas takes off his Harvard ring and gives it to her. And she just is like, Charity's just like, I never got a Harvard ring. This is what I wanted the most in the world. <laughs> you know, the was like, I can't remember. Does it talk about them keeping up correspondence or something? I mean, I think, yeah, he would visit her in Boston uh, from time okay. to time, because, especially well, he when he was friends with Freddie. Yeah. Cause he was oh, friends okay. with Freddie. So they would like fence together at her aunt's house and they were very cordial towards one another mm-hmm. so she was expecting like her old friend her she was expecting her old college bro right but she got her finance bro instead womp 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 and so they're all just like hanging out and just enjoying the time lieutenant santana's there and they're just having a, a deal they're just doing shit and doing things and at some point, I think in this chapter or at some point in this, they spill the beans or we find out that Halcone is Nicholas. Nicholas is Halcone. They are one in the same. Good for them. But Nicholas, and that's kind of why Nicholas is putting on all these airs and all these defenses towards charity. And we find out that he really just he likes her and he wants to be like with I he, he just likes her. Mm. He's vibing with her. And he has to be with Esperanza because Esperanza has her dad is very anti-Californian. California. He's like a 
loyalist to Spain. Yeah, he's a loyalist to Spain. And so he's to keep up appearances and to keep up the appearance that he is also a loyalist to Spain. He kind of courted Esperanza for that reason. And so he, he sees Lieutenant Santana out and then he's kind of just like doing all this inner monologuing to himself about charity and how much he likes her and how much like Esperanza is all part of his plan. And then also he's just like thinking about all these things and then charity shows up and is just like, Hey, like, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm like, glad to see you. And she's like doing this thing where she's like laying on his legs somehow. Mm -hmm. And they're just like having a nice talk and being friends. And he's, he's just, she's, he's kind of just like you should go to bed like this is a lot for me like because he just wants to be with her mm -hmm. in this friend way and in a non-friend way and he just this closeness is too much so he, you're messing with a bigger plan uh-huh you're messing i like i have this whole plan and so that's kind of the end of chapter five. Chapter six, Arturo, Nicholas's brother, decides to give Charity a horse. And so Charity's like, yeah, I'm not, I can't. This is a lot. Like, mm -hmm. it's a fucking horse. And he's like, no, you, like, normally your husband would give you a horse, but he's not here, so I'm giving you one in proxy. And so she eventually accepts the horse because she thinks it'll be great to show her, like, to do her her botanist studies and her bio, biologist studies throughout throughout the country and so that's cool we have they go back for they go on a ride and then they come back from the ride and there's this big talk there's supposed to be like a, a fancy ass wedding that's happening and everybody's like talking about it and it's like the, the it's like it's like the place to be like, it's going to be a thing. And so Nicholas and Donya Carrillo are like, hey, do you have, like, an outfit? Because, like, this is going to be a deal. you got to wear something cool. And she's just like, I have dresses. Don't worry. And Donya's just like, yeah. So let me see it, and I'll mm -hmm. fix it. Because I like sewing, so I'm going to fix your dress. And so she does. And Nicholas and her his mom have talk uh, have a talk about the whole situation because the mom's just like listen when you say you're gonna do this nighthawk bullshit i was only gonna be behind you because i you said you got this and now she's coming in here and i already see you don't got this. you don't got this i think one she's a hussy or she's pregnant because why did she get married so fast and then nicholas is like man if she if, you, if my mom just knew how she kissed me She's totally a virgin. Like she, she slipped me no tongue. Like she, I, I got this. She's, mm -hmm. she's not pregnant. And the mom's just like, you gotta like ask her straight out if she's pregnant. Cause like, I don't want any of this shit on me. <laughs> and the mom's all like, your, your resolve is just like all over the place. And Nicholas is just like, mom, I've got this. It's fine. It's not, I, I, out of my head. And the mom's like, fucking better be. Fucking better be. Okay, so they get ready for the wedding. This is chapter seven. They go to said wedding and Nighthawk is there as well. So the plan is to rob the people at the wedding as kind of a show of Nighthawk's power and that he's stealing and that he's growing bigger and like he knows what you're up to. Sort of, I guess, is the feel. Nicholas slips out during part of the party 
puts on his night hawk garb and then raids the all the women are outside like eating and having a good time so he comes and raids them and gets all their jewelry then he goes to charity and he's like give me your ring and charity's like so it's not mine like it's it's not mine so i can't give it to you i'll give you anything else this isn't mine and he's like even though esperanza tried to pull that shit too and some other people tried to pull that shit he's like i like you okay i'm fine and then he he, he rides off and his mom's just like Motherfucker, I told you. Told you. Like that was your fucking ring. (laughs) You don't have this shit. And so that happens. And then Charity is just like wandering after the event happens, after the robbery. And she's just like wandering out into the field and she runs into Nighthawk again. And he's just like, Give me the fucking ring now. And she's just like, It's not mine to give. And then they get all close and like they almost kiss. And then. Yeah. 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 Uh Ah, and then nothing and nothing and he rides off and she's just like and he says like hasta luego again and she's just like oh he'll see me again and that's the end of the part we read and i i I don't know if you guys can tell i do like this book (laughs) it's all right shit's happening Mm -hmm. and next time i promise i'm gonna do a little research about california and spain in this time period so you guys get a little bit of historical background all i know about this time period is what i learned from zorro so i feel like (laughs) that isn't the most accurate foundation it's not the most accurate historical interpretation of anything so that is why i will take time and do a little a little snippet of research about mexico New Mexico, New Spain, New California, whatever the fuck we're calling it, because I think this is before, this is after Spain lost to France, no, after Spain, after France, then I think it was Spain again for a bit, and then I think it was the Californians, so it's it's a whole thing, It's and, and the U.S., was meddling the whole fucking time too. I think it's one of those situations. I know. Metal, right? Never. Um, so that that's the end of the section we read. Next time we're gonna be reading chapters eight through fifteen, like all of fifteen. Can we get some predictions, Marie? The Bonin. Bonin, yes, yes. Yeah. Do you think Nicholas? will have sex with her even though she is a virgin and technically married to someone else. I think yes, even though it will feel really conflicted about it. <laughs> or or it's going to end up like, well, I don't know, like how would that all happen? Like she like would this even be a thing where ooh, or is, is like Freddie going to die? Is that the mm-hmm. only way like Freddie well, has was, to die? I was it's not thinking like they go like, to Reno yeah. and get a divorce. I was thinking like there was an accident with the proxy marriage and it's not really a proxy oh, marriage. It's oh, like a real. This weird obscure loophole. <laughs> you guys like, were never married. She was single the whole time. Or you yeah. or you guys are really married to one another. And yeah. I'm so, not. Yeah. I, 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 you know what? I didn't sign. I didn't check that box in my like ordainment papers that said the, I could. By proxy married people it was like you guys were legit married uh, so. my bad whoopsie doodles <laughs> so i i could see that happening mm-hmm. i kind of hope it does i yeah we'll see where it goes hey marie hey sasha get the fuck out of my house hasta luego <laughs> that means you'll see me later <laughs>